Palace presents Hello and welcome to our podcast mini-series, What's Next for the Future Battlefield. Today we're going to be talking to Mark Bach about how TALIS and advanced acoustic concepts are helping the U.S. Navy become more efficient at hunting enemy submarines. More specifically, Mark is going to describe what the Captus 4 variable depth sonar brings to the Navy's newest frigate and how it will help locate enemy subs hiding in depths that other sonars in the fleet cannot penetrate. Good afternoon. My name is Mark Bach. I'm the Vice President for Strategy at Advanced Acoustic Concepts, better known as AAC for short. I'm a retired captain in the United States Navy. Spent my whole career in submarines. Their primary mission to uh, hunt other submarines. And so I spent my entire career in anti-submarine warfare. And I'm excited to be uh, part of what TALIS is providing the U.S. Navy and the uh, Constellation Frigate class ship. Welcome to the podcast, Mark. Thank you. And I'm happy to be here today and, and entertain your questions. Can you paint a picture for us and describe the challenges and conditions Navy sailors face when trying to locate potential enemy subs with the bow-mounted active sonar that's currently on surface ships? Bow-mounted sonars are primarily active sonars, and Mother Nature could play havoc with the path that sound takes uh, between the projector and the target. Sound bends very, very heavily uh, in, in the ocean environment. Uh, based on temperature profiles. And when the sonar is mounted to the bow, the ASW forces don't have a choice as to where they place um, that uh, active transmission in the water column. Being able to vary the depth, we call this variable depth sonar, allows us to put the active transmission, the ping that you hear in the movies, uh, in the appropriate place in the water column to give it its maximum range of detection. And likewise, the receive array, which in our case is a flexible uh, towed device, uh, can be placed in its appropriate place uh, in that water column to receive those longer range uh, returns from those targets. Submarines have always uh, had an advantage uh, in that chaotic uh, temperature profile on the shallower depths. Um, and it accounts for why ASW has never been uh, something that uh, technology could conquer uh, because of this randomness that Mother Nature throws into the problem. So if I understand it correctly, last year the Navy selected AAC's Captus 4 variable depth sonar for its FFG-62 class of frigates. Can you tell us, you know, how, how does it work? And what are the steps involved when this ship wants to deploy it? And what about it makes it a little more effective at locating submarines? The uh, FFG-62 frigate will have a very large deployable transmitter that has four active sonar rings in it, which makes it very powerful. It makes a lot of sound, makes a lot of noise. And that is lowered from the stern uh, to the appropriate depth to, to put the sound in the water uh, that travels for miles and miles until it uh, impacts an object that bounces that sound back towards the, the vessel, the frigate in this case. When that sound arrives back at receive array, the time it took to go from the, tra the transmitter to the receiver is the same as range. Uh, 
uh, to the target. Um, the direction the sound returns to that receiver array then is the direction to the target. And as uh, you, if you put those pieces together, you'll that that's how the target is detected. When the operators detect that target, they will need to transition to a prosecution. The prosecution usually occurs on surface ships by uh, a, a helicopter carrying uh, torpedoes. Will fly to that at that range. Uh, will reacquire that target on a smaller dipping sonar that it drops from its belly, and once redetected by the helicopter, the helicopter then would will drop uh, ASW torpedoes on that target to to eliminate the target in uh, all-out warfare. That of course then can be verified by the host platform, the frigate in this case, uh, by the fact that the contact disappears from its contact screen. What sets this Captus Force system apart from other technology on the market? What's different? Yeah, the Captus Force system in in the Cold War, the Navy mostly relied on passive uh, anti-submarine warfare sensors, and that is, they simply listened for the noise that the target made. Um, if you followed the the script before on how you detect targets with active sonar, uh, if you just listen for the noise another submarine's making, you don't know how far away it is. You just know the direction. Um, passive passive systems work well when you have very quiet targets and very few of them, which is what is what we did in the Cold War. Um, a- active ASW allows you to be more aggressive about how you detect. Uh, long-range uh, submarines. Because the future conflicts will probably involve uh, many, many submarines, uh, all prosecuting uh, U.S. targets uh, simultaneously, uh, it, it, it is my personal opinion that, uh, that active ASW will become more prominent you know, in this new world. Where does this system fit in the North American defense markets beyond just the Navy application? Could you talk a little bit about that? Um, the anti-submarine warfare system we call the CAPTAS-4 system is a candidate to put on what we call vessels of opportunity or non-combatants. Uh, think of workboats that might uh, work in oil field or might work at salvaging uh, objects on the bottom of the ocean. This system could be installed on ships like that that would allow nations like Canada and Mexico to afford much more robust ASW capability. And so I believe that, uh, that not only would we, the U.S., uh, traditionally protect the North American continent with uh, with a proliferation of these active ASW systems we call CAPDAS-4, but it also could make it affordable to our uh, nearest neighbors. Cool. Are there future possibilities and opportunities for CAPDAS systems to go on other Navy ships as well as Allied fleets? The CAPDAS system absolutely is, is, um, is modular, and when I say modular, what I mean by that is it can be installed on ships other than, than the uh, Constellation of Frigates. Uh, the Navy is uh, originally planned on having this variable depth sonar system installed on the littoral combat ship, the LCS. It really could go on any other Navy ship that uh, that could or would or want to engage in anti-submarine warfare. And in that sense, the, there's a tremendous potential in the United States Navy for ASW in capacity and not delivered at a rate at which it takes to afford and build full manned ships like a frigate. 
and they may and uh, I expect will pursue installing the system on these vessels of opportunity and backfitting them on other ships. And so the short answer is yes, there's a significant opportunity to bring additional capacity in the near term to the Navy and its coalition forces. And then Talus would be extremely excited from a business perspective to be able to provide that capability uh, to, uh, to the U.S. Navy and our coalition partners. Mark, thank you so much for joining the podcast and talking about this exciting capability for the U.S. Navy. Well, thank you very much. It's my pleasure to be with you today. Uh, AEC is, is very excited to join the Talos family in bringing this very significant capability to the U.S. Navy. Thank you, Mark. And to our listeners, please stay tuned for the next episode of our What's Next podcast series. 